This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good afternoon everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruchem Abayim. We're continuing in the Sefer Tzipis of Yeshua. Usually uh, it's Monday through Wednesday. This week we're doing it uh, Thursday as well. Uh, next week, though, uh, there's going to be a hiatus of this Sefer and we continue the week after. So we're speaking about the important Indian of being Mitzapel Yeshua. That's the Gemara in Shabbos, Taflamet Aleph, that Lachameh Esrim Shana, they ask a person, Tzipisal Yeshua. Of what part of the day should one have this on their mind? How often should one think about this? Rabbi Cheska Levenstein writes in one of his letters, in his uh, letter, Shin Lamed Gimel, that uh, he cites the Rambam that we've mentioned, that anyone who doesn't believe in the coming of Mashiach, or does not actively await his coming, is not only a koifer in the words of the Nevi'im, but in the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu. And Rabbi Cheska Levenstein says, how often... Should one think about this? This should occupy a person's mind the entire day. He even brings from the briskarav. This is what we say in davening. For your salvation we hope the entire day. So that's a, a great ambition. That's a, a very great achievement. That this should occupy a person's mind literally the whole day. And Rabbi Cheska Levenstein in the Ari Cheskel and Amuna, page Reish Peches, he brings that the majority of the Shemana Esrei is occupied with the future redemption. Re'evon Yenu, Baruch HaTashem, Goyal Yisrael, Tikah B'Shoifer Galuch Heroseinu, Yushalayim Mircha, Esemach David, V'Sechazen Ha'inin B'Shovchol Etziyayin, so if a person is distant from these ideas, then a person is distant not only from this amuna but from tefillah in general. Because how could a person's tefillah have any meaning with, if a person does not have a genuine connection to uh, being mitzapel Yeshua? Okay, so the subject that we're learning is, uh, is so important aside from its relevance to that great question of Tzipisal Yeshua, but it's one of the central principles of Tefillah as well. Okay, so yesterday we, we discussed the contradiction that is found between the Psukim and the Mishnah and the Gemara. The Psukim at the end of Nitzavim tell us that the conditions necessary for Mashiach to come are Vishavta Ad Hashem Genuine Tshuva, Repentance, the Shamata Bakailai, observance of the Torah. For Mashiach to come, we need Tshuva, we need Shmir Samitzvah. And yet, if you look in the Mishnah, you look in the Gemara, the conditions necessary are just the opposite. Chutzpah will uh, proliferate, the rebuke will be uh, empty, the young will disparage the elderly. The elderly will have to honor the young. Children will disparage their parents. A daughter against her mother. A daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. The wisdom of the sages will be despised. Truth will 
run, run like a torrent. There'll be a great, great slander. So on the one hand, from the Psukim, we see that for Mashiach to come, it requires tremendous uh, observance. On the other hand, from the Mishnah and the Gemara, in order for Mashiach to come, what is needed is uh, a very uh, a, a generation that is plummeting. And the Chafetz Chaim says, we're up to the paragraph, Vihine, Vihine yesh kamet shubas There are many answers to this question. Avo beyer ho'inyan karev The explanation of the matter, closest to its most straightforward, simple interpretation, is as follows. They're both true. In the end, at the time of the redemption, Yimatsu shnei suge anashem. There will be two types of people. Ushneem Azru Bekerev Hagula Kashanavar. And both types of people will assist in bringing the redemption closer. In other words, there'll be good guys and bad guys. And we need good guys and we need bad guys. And the good guys will help Mashiach come, and the bad guys will help. And the question is, who would you, which team would you rather belong to? Everyone is going to be working for the boss. Some are, are going to do it on the good team, on the winning team, and some are going to be working for the boss on the losing team. Namely, there will be found a portion of people in Kaiso, they will strengthen themselves to serve Hashem with all their heart, with all their soul, they and their children. They are the members of Israel of complete faith. Those who serve Hashem Shabbadarza in that generation. At a time that there will increase those who breach the fences and who breach and destroy the holy religion. And how do they do that? Through uh, the, the many books of heresy, that they disseminate among the people. You know, the Chafetz Chaim was talking about it in his times, of Miller would say how the uh, newspapers destroyed the Jewish people. He's talking about the Jewish newspapers. And... In a certain sense, we have the same thing today. We have newspapers that want to tear down the values of the Torah, be it family values, be it values of sanctity, be it about Eretz Yisrael. But the, uh, the Chafetz Chaim wrote this almost a hundred years ago. So in our times, the application would be whether it's... Uh, those who disseminate information on the various platforms that are available today, be it the internet, be it whatever technology uh, offers today. Asher Yafitsu Bikaravam, that they disseminate among the people. It's not just values of heresy, but different schemes of desire, vichemda and lust, shluche de Yitzhahara, the agents of the Yitzhahara. So that we've, we certainly have today, where the, the enticement of, of pleasure, the enticement of promiscuity 
is so rampant and blatant more than it ever was in the history of the world. The forces that cause one to cast off the yoke of heaven, the yoke of Torah and service, at a time like this, those remnants of the wholesome in belief among Israel, that strengthen themselves and put in great effort to guard, to preserve, to observe all the laws of the Torah, and not to slacken off. And not only at a time like this, where there's such negativity and a torrent of influence to cast off the yoke of the values of the Torah and to fall prey just to become immersed in the voice of Olam At a time like this, those Jews who are steadfast in their observance, and not only them, but they give their children, they teach their children, lahachzik b'taras Hashem, to strengthen in the Torah, not to veer off from whatever is written, not to the right, not to the left, certainly their madrego will rise above and above, because what they achieve will be with great difficulty, and with great shame, much worse than in earlier generations. I think we do have to say that part of what the Chavetz Chaim is saying may not be as relevant in 2023 as it was at the time that it was written. And part of what he's saying is even more relevant in 2023 than at the time that it was written. The reality in Europe was the young people were not interested in continuing in the ways of the Torah. The winds of the street were to all the false ideologies. Socialism, the Bundists, the Yiddishists, the Communists, the, the early Zionists. And the heart of the youth was... Uh, being taken away from the Torah. So in those times, and uh, those who, who maintained, who remained steadfast to the Torah, they were scorned, they were shamed, they were ridiculed. So if somebody would have strengthened themselves in their observance in the times of the Chafetz Chaim, that would have been a, that would have taken Herculean effort, and that would have warranted that Hashem would redeem such a generation. In our times, do we encounter the same challenge? Probably not the same. While uh, unfortunately in our country, the majority of the Jewish people is being lost to assimilation, but those Jews today, in our generation, who are observing Torah, who are observing the mitzvahs, who are learning beyond their schooling years, into their years of marriage, you know, in a way it's Akshar Dara. Nobody's being scorned really, nobody's being shamed, and in a certain sense, it's probably easier today to be observant and to be committed than it was in the times of the Chavetz Chaim, as surprising as it would sound in this regard. So regarding that point, 
perhaps in the times of the Chafetz Chaim it was more relevant. But regarding the Chafetz Chaim's other point, and therefore overall, the, the argument is extremely compelling. And that is what a person has to give up today to remain committed to the Torah. The temptations that are available today that were not available in the streets of Lithuania or Poland or Hungary in the beginning of the 20th century. The taivos that are available today. What a person could do, what a person could see, what a person could experience. The uh, promiscuity, the taiva, the desire, the lust, the Yitzhahara of Arayas that is available today is not much worse, is not a thousand times worse, is on a different stratosphere than what a person had to encounter in the times of the Chafetz Chaim. Rav Gamliel Rabinovich writes that what we ask a young man to do today, to devote his life to the service of Hashem, that is nothing short of an Akedah. So while the ridicule and the shame perhaps is not experienced today as it once was, but overall the Yetzar Hara today uh, is in all likelihood stronger than it was in a uh, hundred years ago. And it's very interesting, and we'll talk about this more at length, the, the Arizal would tell Reb Chaim Vital that a mitzvah, and we'll develop this more in future shurim, a mitzvah that he does in his time is much more valuable perhaps even than mitzvahs that were performed by the Tanoim. And that is because Arizal says in his time the, the koichos hatuma are out of control. Could you imagine? In Sfas, in the 16th century, Darizal saying that the forces of Tumah are out of control. Well, if they were out of control in the 16th century, what would the Arizal say about the Koychos HaTumah and the Yetzirah today? I don't know, the Yetzirah today is on uh, steroids uh, a thousand times. So therefore, overall, I think the point of the Chafetz Chaim is as compelling as it ever was. <clears throat> Namely, in our times, <clears throat> namely, <clears throat> in our times, those who remain steadfast to the Torah and give their children over to the Torah is much more difficult than in earlier generations. And therefore we apply what it says in Avis Rav Nasan. We know what it says in Avastar Rav Nasan in the third parak. Performing a mitzvah one time with difficulty is the equivalency of performing the mitzvah a hundred times when it was not difficult. So in other words, we could make the case that the Avodas Hashem of our generations is the equivalent of the Avodas Hashem of a hundred earlier generations. Because even though, yes, we have it easy, and we have every convenience, but we also have much greater Yetzirah. Va'avoydas Hashem Yisbarach Ke'esahi, and the service of Hashem at such a time, Tahiro Nekiah, is pure and clean. She'ein b'matar l'chavar ha'shari p'niyais. Because there's no ulterior motive. Well, you're going to have covered. You have other ulterior motives because the Chafetz Chaim's times, 
The service of Hashem only brought mockery and disparagement. So what kind of ulterior motive would a person have? Ki Adarabba. Just the opposite. It's been fulfilled because of our many sins. That one who refrains from evil is foolish. And those who fear God are despised. In the eyes of uh, certain classes of people. So, the Chafetz Chaim is saying, how do we reconcile the contradiction? The Chumash says that at the time of the Chumashiach will be a time of great repentance and great observance. And the Gemara says, no, it will be a time that the level of Jewish people is plummeting. And the answer is yes. What does that mean? Yesh v'yesh. There are two groups of people and each one helps bring Mashiach closer. Those who abandon the religion make it easier for Mashiach to come because they make it harder for those who remain steadfast to the religion. They make it harder for them. Therefore, what they do is more valuable. It's so valuable, they'll be the ones to bring Mashiach closer. Okay, and we will continue this. Bezos Hashem, uh, not next week, in the week after Bezos Hashem Monday at 4.30. Thank you everybody for joining. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Kal Tov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.